0: Log Talk Radio.
1: We'll let that play in the background, because truly he is holy. Truly he is holy. Isn't he holy? Isn't he holy? Isn't there none like him? Love that song, love that song, love that song. It always just kind of make you feel just how, well, what can I say? That song, one reason I like love it so and, and, and chose it for this opening is just remind us of just how powerful and awesome and big this Elohim, this God, this Yahweh, worship. And I am thankful that I have the mind to even worship the Most High. I have the mind to even. Um, I'm, I'm thankful. I guess I'm thankful for my parents for starting me a long time ago in this in this path, you know, and uh, and uh, and teaching me the word and placing me into a atmosphere where I can learn the word and, and see some of the miracles I saw as a very young child. And, uh, yeah, worthy is the Lamb. Um, just I'm just so thankful, you know, brothers and sisters, because your brother got issues. <laughs> your brother's a hypocrite in several areas. What does that mean? Teaching things, talking about things that I haven't mastered myself. But I'll tell you one thing. I tell you one thing, brothers and sisters, just to reflect. You know, Scripture talks about this thing called the joy of the Lord, and uh, we have joy just in knowing about this Creator, about this Elohim, about His Messiah. We we have joy. We have joy. We. Sometimes I look at my life, and I'm grateful for a lot of things that I've able to, that I have been able to do, have, have been able to accomplish. And many of you think are impressed by that. Some of you are not. Are always the nots. But many people, for when I share about what I've done and where I've been, I'm so grateful that I've had the mind and discipline to, to be uh, successful in some areas. In some areas, I'm yet to receive, yet to achieve success. But I am so thankful for this Yahweh Israel for sending his son to the earth and redeeming mankind, and, and choosing a people, Israel, and all how he demonstrated who he was to his people, that we may have an example on the earth of his relationship with a people. I'm very thankful, brothers and sisters. Well, you tuning into the Five Swords on Network. I'm Brother Seth, the founder of the network, and uh, tonight we're going to have on some co-hosts that is going to be um, that I have chosen over the years uh, to represent this truth uh to represent this movement to represent this five Smooth Stone network to represent themselves to represent whatever they're doing and uh, so you'll hear from them in a little bit i just want to again thank you for your time i mean it i really mean it you could have been doing other things with your time but you choose to hang out with us here at the Smooth Stone network and we really appreciate it we have over 500 shows we've done folks Remember, you can always Google Five Smooth Stones Blog Talk Radio, and you'll get a list, 21 pages exactly, of shows on all types of topics, mainly five, though, the five topics we call the Five Smooth Stones. But all types of topics can you hear about. Um, I want, Tonight, uh, as many of you know, Brother Kenwyn Castleberry is going to be doing a special presentation. Um, I should say, shouldn't say special, but he's just going to share what's on his heart for... Um, Probably with a maximum of 20 minutes. We don't have to stay on that topic is what I'm saying. Uh, we can talk about other things. But I just want you to know that tonight, that's what's happened But the Wynn Casaberry. is going to be leading out uh, on this open forum. But tonight is open forum. That's what I was getting to. Tonight is open forum. What does that mean? Whatever's on your heart and spirit, you are more than welcome to call the show line. And we will entertain it, okay? It's just that simple. We don't do this on every week, every show. But tonight is for that. It's open forum. Alright? The number you call is nine one four two oh five 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 nine oh. It's right there in front of you. If you listen to the show online, that number is somewhere in front of you there. Nine one four two oh five 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 nine oh. Alright, if you're on the phone lines, you have a question or comment, the rules are just simply press one. We'll bring you on. If you're in the chat room, you have a comment. Go ahead and type your type uh, comment in the chat room. We'll get to you. We definitely will get to that comment, Or uh, especially if, if you're uh, uh, talking to one of our um, co-hosts, all right? If you are asking one of our co-hosts a question, a comment, I, I mean. Brothers and sisters, your brother ain't 100% tonight, but I'm going at it anyway. This is how you get to 500 shows. you got to do shows whether you're feeling it or not. So just also want to switch gears and just kind of remind uh, uh, everyone, why we do what we do uh, is very simple, folks. We talk about these five smooth stones or the five topics because um, they're liberating. They make people free. They've made us free. Else we, you know, we, um, else we wouldn't be talking about it. We try to talk about things on this network that you just can't hear in a lot of our churches, a lot of our institutions, education institutions. But yet the Father really is saying. So we see things the Father really is saying and doing, and it's just not taught in the churches or talked about in the churches or uh, in your educational centers, colleges, high schools. We on the 5 Stone Network think that is something we should be talking about, and that's what we do, we talk about things that are oftentimes uncomfortable, politically incorrect, that's us, all right? But things, again, we know for sure. So tonight... Again, uh, we have open forum with the Kenwyn Cassaberry. Um, so I wanted to just also, as I've been doing every show, uh, in, uh, uh, invite those listening in other countries, because sometimes in the West we just get preoccupied with the U.S. and we forget we're on the Internet and people are listening to all types of countries, all types of situations. If you find yourself going through some of the things we talk about, you're probably one of the Israelites And just know these shows are dedicated to you first and foremost. All right. They're targeted at you. They're devoted to the most high. Everything we do is for the most high. We're supposed to be about his business, his kingdom, building his truths. That's number one. But I mean on the earth as far as who who is who is who is who is addressed to. Most of our shows are addressed to you. Those of you that's going through Deuteronomy 28 and Leviticus 26, you look up and you find yourself in these various places brought there by slave ships, houses led by women, young men. Um, is going through what some of our young men are going through. The authorities, wherever you're at, is acting just like the authorities where we're at. So if you're going through a lot of what we're going through, that's why you really clicked on this blog show, just know we see you. We feel you in the spirit. We know you're out there. And that's why I'm taking this time to say uh, and have taken time to say in, the, in the previous shows that these shows are dedicated to you first and foremost. So, just throw our little theme music here. So, please know that, please know that, that these shows are dedicated to the Israelites, In the diaspora Alright So just know that And then And then There is a then And then to The entire world Uh, All people are welcome to, To listen to our shows And should listen to our shows Because we talk about things That the most high is saying If the most high really is saying Then you should be understanding And seeing and hearing And paying attention to it not what Brother Seth is saying. Yes, I say things and the co-hosts say things, but sometimes what we say is definitely inspired by the Father, especially if we read reading from Scripture. So uh, our reading from Scripture or our interpretation of Scripture, if it's biblically correct, is nothing less than what the Most High is saying. So don't underestimate my voice, the co-host's voice, or even your voice when you're serious and you're speaking the words of the Most High, Yah. I mean, really and truly, folks, I don't take a backseat to any prophets in the scriptures. When I'm inspired of the Most High, despite my weaknesses, despite my shortcomings, I can be under the unction and influence of the Holy Spirit. Don't count yourself short; you can too. So, again, welcome to the Apostles on Network. Let's go to the phone lines and bring on our one and only uh, brother Kenwin Casper, all the way in the state of Texas, the city of Tyler, he's going to be doing a special uh, tonight, and I uh, don't know what other coals going to be joining us just yet, I know Sister Eliana has a limited schedule, but Brother Purcell will not be with us tonight, so, Brother Kenwin Casper, your line is open, go ahead and say hello to the
2: people, my brother. All right, hey, how's everybody doing, shalom, shalom, I'm glad y'all was able to make it and tune in, I'm here as well, just like you. Uh, Five Smooth Stones Is a great show to tune into And uh, I'm hoping That we can have good dialogue All right, there you go Well I appreciate you brother Appreciate you Um,
1: And I'm looking forward to what uh, you're going to be Sharing tonight brother everybody just so y'all Know brother Kenwin Casper is our newest Co-host to join us He is also I think the youngest Of us And he's one of the reasons I invite him on Is because of his youth uh, because he uh understands and is sem- more sensitive to some things we're not, whereas I know we're more sensitive to some things he's not but he's not but uh I've invited him on because I love his spirit uh he's always he's not really combative i know he get i know he get wired up, but he's really not that combative and he's i think respectful. For the most part, you know, like I said, just very few, all of us get emotional from time to time, and we welcome that we want true people to be there in their in their skin. We don't want them to be, um, uh, you know, trying to um, just, we want them to be themselves, okay, brothers and sisters. So, Brother Ken Wynn, tonight you can go right ahead and just share whatever's on your heart. And um, right now in the house I think we only have... Uh, I see Brother John, but I don't know how available is. So brother John, if you're able and available, you can press 1. But otherwise, otherwise, he is the only co-host in the house right now. So I don't want to hold up the show for the people that are already in the house, on the phone lines, in the chat room. Go ahead and just share, and you and I can go back and forth until we get some feedback from others. Okay, right now, it's just you and I. So what is on your heart with regards to uh, Open Forum, Brother?
2: All right. Uh thank you for the opportunity. I wanna start off by saying that, uh, Brother Self, um, this platform that you're on is great, man. The different uh topics that you hit on is great and edifying. And it really does something to the to the driver like myself. I'm a truck driver by trade everybody. Uh even right now as I'm on the show, I'm at work. I am driving right now. And what I had on my heart tonight is gonna kinda come from my dome, come from my head. Um, I'm a freestyler 'cause uh like I said, I'm driving. Um and what I like to say I wanna kinda de- put myself out there, use myself as a as an example
0: <clears throat>
2: to kinda paint a picture of where I'm at, uh, you know, in my belief and my my faith. And um for all of, uh, the people that may be listening, that's on the fence, like who is these guys on the street with fringes, uh, psychedelic type of clothing, you know, I like to kind of set another version of that, all right? Uh, what I mean by that is that you can't really lump us all in a box. There's, there's, there's a lot Hold of on. different... Hold uh, on. Brother Kenwin, Brother Kenwood, just so you
1: know, people are not going to know who you're talking about. So, you know, you got to remember something. All
0: uh-huh. right. On
1: shows on these shows people are listening for the very first time.
0: Gotcha. They don't
1: know what you're talking about. Everybody's not caught up in the Hebrew Israelite, blah blah, blah blah blah. I knew you was gonna start off with that and you're welcome to do it. But just know this. The way you present it and your question, be mindful of people that are hearing it for the first time. It's okay to repeat some things that we've heard you say a thousand times out of respect for those that don't know any of what we're saying because it's not just you and brother seth and a few people that's been listening to this back and forth i don't know where you're going with this but i'm just saying it's not just a few people that know about the hebrew israelites you got to remember that when you do shows you're always going to get the first time here you got to talk as though give them a little quick update or something like that all right go right
2: here okay well uh hebrew israelites uh we're our, we believe that we are the 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 Jews from the Bible, we descend from them. Uh, we incorporate the law in our belief, uh, And we also believe in Christ, all right? Uh, there may, uh, the ones that do not or reject the New Testament, uh, they are pretty much called what you uh, would want to say non-Messianic. And the ones that do incorporate Christ, that do believe in what he have done for us, shedding of the blood in his grace. You want to call them Messianic Jews, okay? And uh, there are, you know, brothers that's on the corners of big major cities around the country. Uh, they uh, they they preach just that. Uh, however, uh, through a lot of uh, YouTube and, and uh, a lot of feedback, the backlash from uh, what a lot of these actions of these brothers, uh, a picture was painted of a negative picture, a hateful uh spirit a hateful energy that comes from us. Well, I'm hoping that by hearing me and my little uh testimony that I'm about to give and uh kind of give you a, a uh, paint a picture of myself, uh will shed a little light on that, the diversity of this understanding that we are right. And that's what I'm hoping by my message tonight. All right? Uh so I want to start by saying that uh well, I want to start by well, my testimony. Let me let me go there. All right, my testimony came at the uh birth of my son. Uh he's 8 years old now, so I've been uh kind of on this journey for about 8 years, 8 years now. And uh just thinking about what I want to, you know, um teach my son. So I want to just go to, you know, my family church and things like that. Even though I always had this thing about the Bible, you know, um, I, you know, I didn't know a whole lot, but I thought that it was just kind of, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, well, the, the the keep it simple. Uh, you know, there was a lot of people talking bad about the Bible, you know, like Muslim faith. Uh, you got the Kimmich brothers that's out there, and it kind of was swaying my spirit to where I didn't know which way I was going at one point of time in my life. So when my son was born, I wanted to make sure I teach him the. I'm gonna find out myself. So I went kind of searching. And uh what would end up happening, uh, was that I was uh as I was searching uh for truth, searching his face, uh came across Israelites on YouTube and uh I I it hooked me right away. And I just wanna at least hear them out, right? It was all in psych- psychedelic type of clothing, fringes on and whatnot. And uh I wanted to hear what they had to say. And so as I was listening, uh, I was parked, I was, I was driving trucks, listening uh, to them preach. Uh, and as I looked up in the sky, I was pumping fuel in my truck, and I had it blasting, you know, in my truck kind of so I could hear what they had to say. And they was breaking down how we are the Jews, right? And when I looked up in the sky, I i mean, I hope you guys believe me, the clouds uh seemed like it turned into a face with a microphone there i uh, hey, I am not exaggerating. this is what I thought I'd seen, but I know I'd seen it right and it it was kind of that that spark that it did. to let me know that what these guys were saying uh was the real deal so ever since then i uh, I just was hooked to everything they was talking about. Then I found out that there's a lot more other camps out there, a lot more other Jews out there that believe, right? And I've seen the Israelites themselves, they disagree with each other. And that was puzzling. I thought they was on the same accord. But that's not true. Um, but what we are definite about, that we are the Hebrews, all right? We are the descendants. That's what, one thing we all can agree with. But everything else, every little bit else, we disagree Right? And what my journey kind of led me to the understanding is that the Bible's for everybody. The Bible's for everybody. It is what the tool we need to fight against Satan. All right? And uh, what makes what I believe in different from, well, a lot of Christian churches is that I incorporate the law in my belief. And I understand that Paul, our, the famous Pastor Paul, our brother, Uh, who made it possible for us to even have these scriptures today, Uh, I believe that his ministry was directed solely to the Gentiles, people that's not of the blood of uh, the Israelites, right? Spiritually, uh, we are connected as one huge family. Uh, And this was done, I believe, to fight against Satan, because we don't want nobody all right, we don't want Satan to win nobody over right, and I believe that bible and was directed and and made up that way, and I think to be that great teacher, you gotta master the art of fishing for the us uh, Hebrew brothers to scattered abroad, but at the same time master the art of teaching the world, bringing the world to Christ so uh, that's what makes it unique, my understanding unique and different, and I do understand in a world that we are not segregated, but blended together, that that teacher must have that knowledge to not blend those two together and word his words differently when he, you know, when he do his thing. So uh, that's where I feel like the confusion kind of comes from, because the pastors a lot of time and the Christian side, that's where I come up in, in that setting, uh, that they confuse the two and just you know, come at it the way they know, the best way they know how. And uh, I ain't knocking them for that. But in the year 2022, the year of knowledge expanding, and um, I, I think that it's time that we are uh, to kind of
0: uh,
2: peel back, peel it back a little bit, make that separate, understand it. Um, because I think it's vital uh, that the Israelites that are inside of Christianity that they come home, come back to the air. This is what I believe. Okay? So uh, I I thank Seth Turner, the host, for having me, uh, you know, giving me a chance to, you know, tell a little bit about myself and what I believe in. And uh, I'm hoping that everybody's kind of getting to understand me a little better and what that Hebrew movement is about. Not all Israelites agree with what I just said. There's some Israelites that believe that the Bible is strictly for Israelites only, right? And that uh we're the light to the world but we're gonna teach them, I guess, the law. I I'm, I'm not even sure on some how these guys do that, but uh anyway, but uh that's that's uh that's a lot of these guys is where they come from, right? Um, and I understand the anger, if there's, you know, anger there, I got anger in me. I I'm still mad, right? Especially when y'all look around and, uh, the condition of our people today. Um, I'm mad, too, just the same as them. And uh, and uh, a lot of parts of me want to see revenge, you know, what was done to us. But I have to search my heart, you know. do I? Am I that mad that I want to let Satan get them, you know? And that's a no. I don't want Satan. I just want to see him cry, you know, <laughs> Revenge. But no, far as internal damnation, uh, letting them just Satan have their way with it, no, 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 no. I, I don't want that neither. So, uh that's a line of something in my heart that I had to get that understanding, right? And uh and piece that together. So I definitely wanna uh shine that light and that's I think makes me unique from a lot of other Israelites that Solely is about revenge only, and, uh, and kind of letting Satan have his way with the people of the world, as if there's no love for the people of the world. And uh, and there is, all right? Because if you don't want Satan to get them, then there is a degree of love. You don't do it because, you know, you're told to. Oh, uh, you should do it because you care, right? And uh, that right there is actual love, I feel like. And uh, yeah, so... Uh, I'm a trucker by trade, so I'm driving on these mountains nonstop and, um, you know, trying to buy my truck. I'm on it. And uh, listening to podcasts keeps me focused, and uh, I just can't think five smooth zones enough of uh, kind of being that little, you know, that extra push I need to get through these uh, highways and byways. Uh, Tuning in is a drive. I'm doing that right as we speak, ladies and gentlemen. I am driving this truck, uh, making these deliveries right now. So um, this opportunity is great. I have my own show, by the way, uh, Waking Up Israel Radio Show. It's the name of it. And on the show, my name is Micah Israel. Okay, I kind of changed it for the show, you know, try to, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, try a little something different, right? I have my show. Please, uh, if you see it, tune in to it. A uh, lot of, lot about, uh, well. That, it's really the same thing as this show, just a little little bit different. Um, and I hope you enjoyed. It. If you want to see it, check it out. Okay, and uh, yeah. So I, I I I would love to get into scriptures, but like I said, I'm driving, so I'm just kind of freestyling. And uh, uh, so uh, with the law, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I think I say. I, I want to go into the difference: Israelites and Christianity, which it's a, the it's a very thin line. It's it's so close
1: together. Brother you can't say with brother Kim. Do my favor because I think it's been ten minutes. I, I think okay. I I forgot to put on the timer. I'll do it the second time around. But I wanted to just okay. comment. And if anybody else wants to comment, uh, uh, brother John, I think he's kind of with us. But John is is at work. People again, my co host co-hosts very busy. I'm, I'm shocked sometimes they can even come on at all, and I pick people that are It's just that busy. And I'm not trying to give them an alibi, but they really are doing things. So see, Eliana one time was working a, she was in the middle of working vote, a voting booth or something in the middle of elections, and she was trying to do the show, so just to give you an idea. But I want to go ahead and comment on some things I've heard, because uh, we want to go 10 minutes comment, 10 minutes comment. Um, Number one, is Brother Kenwin, um I think people probably have this question to you. And again it's open forum so there's no right or wrong topics. But I'm sure people wanna know why you only seem to wanna to talk about the Hebrew Israelites. That's number one. But then again it could be like when I was when I was younger, not that much older than you but uh they probably you, you, it's probably at the top of your heart and in, in your defense that is what the show is about but I guess what I'm saying is because you've been on so many times talking about similar things people want to want to know what else is on your heart because you talk about this a lot so we are going to talk about it since it's on your heart but I just think some people listening to you and it's open forum so I can, I can openly say what I'm saying right now too um They probably want to know why you always talking about the Hebrew-Israelite thing. My thing is this. There's a lot going on, Uh, and I know that you want to find something you can teach your son, lead him in the right way. You ask the father, and you've seen this sign in the clouds. Nobody can debate what you saw in the clouds. It could have been spiritual. I'm not going to... Uh, In any way try to comment on that because If I go start trying to explain Or the next person try to explain something spiritual It'll probably sound whatever Because that's just how it is when you start trying to Explain spiritual things in natural terms So I just want to say to you I think There is many Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Things going on With the Hebrew Israelites And so-called Christian church that you never, ever say. And I think you should say it. I think you should say it every time you open your mouth. One of them is, it is great news that African Americans finally have found out who they are. That's great news. We can just talk about that right there for a whole show. Our four parents been in this land, brothers and sisters. And we have not known why we're going through what we're going through. We have not. We've been looking at the father, cockeyed, like, you know, not secret in our hearts thinking he's against us. Secretly in our hearts thinking he's for white people. Secretly in our heart thinking he's biased towards white people. He gives them, they got a better shot in life. Secretly in our heart, thinking he's against black people in general. Africa is suffering. Haiti is suffering. Every so-called dark, uh, so-called dark country is an undeveloped country. So we've been secretly thinking the father's against us. We've been secretly thinking he's angry with us. We have been uh, disrespecting each other because of our misfunctions, okay? We've been seeing each other trying to come together and can't. And I'm going to speak for the other two hosts and other co-hosts. I will go a little longer because it's just you and I right now. When others come in, I'll shorten my time to make way for other callers, other other um, co-hosts. And, again, if you're on the phone lines, you want to comment on what Brother Kenwin has said so far, press 1. I remember if you're listening online and you want to get in on this, again, call the number, 914-205-5590. All right? It's just that simple. But Brother Ken, when, uh there's a lot to rejoice about. Uh, uh, we used to... Uh, the word used to confuse us because the Bible talks about Israel being servants and being at the bottom of, an, of all nations that they was so And yet we see the so-called Jews over there misbehaving, doing all kind of ungodly stuff, got their money tied up in all types of ungodly businesses and, 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 and business sectors. I mean, owning the, the, the Hollywood and banks and just porn industry, we just see these so-called Jews doing all kind of ungodly stuff, yet they rule the world. So it was confusing us where the word is concerned, and uh, we saw nations, we've seen nations of the world disrespect us, come into our community and disrespect us, and we just had a lot of questions about why we go through what we go through. So now, we have answers. Now we have hope. Even though we've always had Christ and we've always had the gospel, it's just it's just a little different when you find out that not only was Christ the Savior of the world, uh, or not only was Moses a great man, a great deliverer, but he was related to you. Physically, DNA related to you, Paul Moses. That that right there is really different. That's Solomon is bloodline. So I just wanted to say to you uh uh that we have a lot of great things to uh to rejoice about. We have a lot of great things to be excited about. Uh, and I'm turning back over to you. By the way, I'm just 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 making some comments on some of the things you said. Um, so, and Brother Kim would drop. He's on the road, so it's his phone probably to be called back here. So, anyway, uh, Brother Kim, when I see you back, I didn't say much in the last three seconds. So, I'll just wrap up by saying this: just know that we have a lot of great great things that if that are going on right now. That we now see That we now understand If folks will quit fighting the message That's why I'm so adamant against, uh, 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 For these Israelites uh, 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 Represent a certain way So they won't run off folks Because if the older people Could really see this revelation Before they die And go on to be with father I think it would really enhance Their life right now so I just want to say that on what you're saying, uh, what you've said so far, uh, I think there's a lot of great things that can happen between the Israelites, the Hebrew Israelites of today, the younger generation. Because the Hebrew Israelites is not young people. Hebrew Israelites is African Americans. Period. Whether they understand this revelation or not, they still Jews. They still the Israelites. Whether they ever embrace it and die, they still Israelites. Those there's Israelites on all types of levels. Those that accept Christ, those that don't, those that know Israel, those that don't, all us are Hebrew Israelites. So I don't, I despise when we say that term. The, the people only think about these young folks in New York. Prophet Cherry, Prophet Cherry, and I'm and I'm turning back over to you, brother Kidwin. I think you're back. Prophet Cherry was in the 1800s talking about how African Americans was one of the lost tribes of Israel, and I think it's around 1870 or something. Okay, this is a very old, old, old revelation. This thing is thousands of years old. It's nothing new. And the fact that some young people in 2020 or 2015 or 2010 or 2000 get a get a hold of this, that just means we've been sleepy. We all, Israel, it, so-called African Americans. I know there's some. Some, some people that may have came over from Europe and they wasn't in, they wasn't uh, in slavery at all and they didn't go through everything we went through. I understand all that. The bulk of African American are Israelites. So did you understand what I was just saying? That you bring me anything for
2: from what I from what I uh, said? Okay, from what I put together, what you're saying, um, it's gonna be a. Well, I don't want to debate. I was I was just kind of open, kind of explain myself. And what I believe out there, I thought you know that was the case. I when I get when I debate, I be I want to put it all in there, and I I, I can get a little bit. Um, uh, I I've been where I'm working on myself, but uh, I got a, my mom. I'm in my 40s. My mom, she's in her late 60s, and uh, she didn't know that we was Israel, right? And it was those guys on the street that uh, brought that attention, and. Uh, I give a lot of praise to them. I'm opposite of you, okay, and your point of view on that. And um, I, I disagree uh, with a lot. Uh, those guys on the street, although they, they may uh, – their understanding is different from mine. and uh, okay. But, hey, that's no hold better on. than a lot of them. None of us really got it all together. And that's the hold kind of second. way I've I been.
1: Hold on, Brother Kenwin. Hold on a second, just because
2: you're building this. It's just you and I right now. What do you mean you disagree? Well, you said you despise, and uh, the the Israelites ain't just those folks on the street, and you kind of hate that they're being – I mean, you said the word despise.
1: I said I despise what?
2: Those Hebrew Israelites is on the street, young guys.
1: Okay, listen to me. I did not say that. Okay. So this is what I mean. I want you to really hear me out.
0: Okay. When I,
1: say, when I say to you, it's like this spirit of division. It don't mean you have an evil spirit. It just means whenever you and I talk, it's spirits that start dropping thoughts in your mind and in our mind and in our mind and in your mind, and in our mind, to de- cause division. I did not say I despise those people on the street. As much as I talk about loving people, how is that going to jail with me saying I despise them on the street? I didn't say that. And he dropped again. So, brother, brother what's happening is he's on the road, and he's listening, and his phone is dropping, and he comes back in, he's hearing a little bit, and he's trying to comment. So uh, um, um, let's do this. Um, okay, I'm going to wait for him to come back in his defense. Again, y'all, bear with me. I gave him the, the, the honor of uh, presenting topics tonight. And his phone is dropping only because he's going up and down the hills. He should be good in a little bit. But let's go to the phone line. We have a couple of hands that's up. Um one, let's go to uh Ella Sh- uh Shure first. I think this is his hand anyway. Uh Eric code one seven seven zero one. brother Ella Shure. Did you have a question or comment for uh brother Kenwin or myself? Hey, too so long, Seth. No, uh
3: actually hey, you got another so call on the line. I might want to go ahead and get No, you interview. go
1: ahead. You go ahead because I saw you just come on, and I'm anxious to know what you got to say because I just saw you come on and you got a question. So I want to know what you have. Are you Ryan with us as the co-host tonight?
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm good. I had some things to take care of okay, earlier. Okay, good.
1: I didn't
0: get to okay. hear
3: much of the introduction. Okay.
1: So, did you have a comment? Or did you just checking in.
3: Yeah, isn't is just checking in right now.
1: Okay. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Brother Ellis has joined us. I appreciate him being in the house. And uh, now it's Brother Ellis myself, and brother, pa- uh, brother Kenwin. And, again, y'all, he's driving, so he's going to call us back uh Back to the phone lines, uh, Erico972, uh, Brother John Clark. I think this is him. Brother Clark, uh, where are you at tonight, brother? What city out of curiosity?
4: <laughs> uh, I'm in Baltimore still.
1: Okay, brother. Well, welcome back to the show. Again, I'd just like to ask you that. But go, welcome, uh, 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 um, and just want to know if you have any questions or comments for Brother King, Wy or myself. Um, well: uh,
4: Yeah, comments. I think that um, I think that it's important that we recognize that the fact that we are the biological descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that that is a, a revelation. And it's huge to us because of the impact that the curses have had upon us. But at the end of the day, it's nothing more than a revelation. It's one of many. It's one of many. And we, we, we focus on this, this revelation quite a bit. Think about it. Um you, you this is your target audience, uh, for the most part, is it not Seth? Um I might be wrong there, but um the thing is that if a person, in my opinion, had no interest in God until they found out that they were the biological Jews, that puts you <laughs> that puts you in a very precarious position because You are now wanting relationship because of who you are as opposed to who he was all along. And the fact is that no matter who you are, whether you're a Hebrew Israelite or not, God has, he expects the persons whom claim his name to worship him in spirit and truth, And there's only so much space to do that when all that you focus on are the Hebrew Israelites. It has its place. Wonderful revelation. Paul saw revelations in third heaven that it was unlawful for him to talk about. He couldn't even talk about it. As a matter of fact, those revelations made him get a messenger from Satan, a thorn in the flesh. And when he asked about three times to have this, this situation removed, God said that in his weakness, God is strong. And he didn't take, take it away from him. But he gave it to him because of those revelations. Now, think about that. Those revelations got him a messenger from Satan. What has the Hebrew Israelite knowledge brought? To you as an individual, to me, it was a big deal at first, but at the end of the day, it kind of moves back into all of the revelations that I've come to know ever since I gave my life to God and became born again in my spirit. As a matter of fact, that notion right there, being born again, I can't explain to you how huge that is. You are a new creation. That's the reason why about a month more than a half ago, I was asking Brother Castleberry, what's more important? Which would you rather have? Because Hebrew-Israelite can only take you so far. But that born again, that that new creation, that will take you all the way. And if I had to choose between the two, I would kick the natural Hebrew Israelite straight out the door to the curb. I'd rather be a Gentile and born again. Absolutely. Um, And and so, yeah, I just think that there's a lot that we focus on because of what we've dealt with as African Americans, and now we have something to kind of hold on to. And and it's a big deal. But in in the whole scheme of things, in the whole scheme of things, there's a lot more to be learned. There's a lot more revelations to be had, and we should pursue them and not focus on this well, alone.
1: Well, well, keep in mind today is open. Two things, Brother John. Keep in mind today is open forum.
4: That means we can talk fully about aware.
1: whatever. Even if, even, can you hear me okay?
4: Yes, I was just saying I'm fully aware that it's open forum.
1: Yeah, Yeah. so if he wants to talk about something we don't talk about today, that's okay because it's open forum. And today, second thing is it's his moment. Whatever is on his mind. But I was just saying to him, and I've, I've, you know, again uh, waiting, but Brother can't wait to call us back. Uh, but I was saying to him that it is a big beef. He's right, and I can understand trying to understand from things from his perspective. He says I was looking for something to give my son of substance. I was looking for something, some truth to give my son. The father has to honor that. Again, if you need me to call you, I can call you on my show line. You can just text me. But he was looking for something to give his son of substance. That's pretty good. I didn't want to give him watered down Christianity. He said he, he said he heard a lot of say negative things about Christianity, so he wasn't sure. And he felt like for whatever the reason, he had to it had to be something he give, You know. To, that that's a whole other conversation, but he still wanted to give him his son something of quality. That's that's admirable. That, that's good. That's that's great. I can't come. You can't come against that. So he's been looking around for something to teach his son, and he came across this, and he saw the vision, the cloud. Which I don't believe. I don't knock that. I don't knock it all. It very well could have happened. Father does it all the time. Show people all types of, you know, millions of people. Be honest. So. Now he finds himself, when this is the Hebrew Israelites, and they're talking about this. They're all young. His age, that path be more appealing. Now, okay, come across this revelation. Then it just so happened that it's true. Not just something to give his son. It's something that's shaking the entire world. Yeah, it's a revelation. But this revelation is encouraging people to walk with the Father. Now what you were saying, Brother John, is a weightier matter, but you can't even get to the weighty matter if you thinking the father's against you and thinking he's uh favor white countries and white people, you feel like you're a curse, you can't even get to the to, to the glorious truths you was talking about, being born again, sin, washed away, all the things we inherited in Christ, you know. You can't get to none of those glorious truths because of white supremacy and because of ignorance in your own
4: history. Of course you can. can. Um, Keep in mind, keep in mind that, that, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, what I was saying was not something that was opposed to what Brother Kimlin was saying at all. I wasn't saying, I mean, I know it's open forum, and and even what I was saying.
1: Yeah, I I was hmm? addressing Brother John the comment. I was addressing when you said it's just another revel- it's just a revelation. It's a powerful revelation. But you just say it's just a revelation, and you're right. right. What
4: I was saying was for us all. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't specific to what Brother Kenwyn was saying. It's just a general statement for us all because we talk about it almost on every show. Okay, so right. What I was saying was something that was more universal, as opposed to commenting on what Brother Kenman was saying. Well, let
1: me let me kind of finish where I was going with that, Brother John. My point is, this, yeah. it is a revelation. It isn't all of salvation. It isn't all the things. And I was, I was even telling him that there's a lot of great things. He's he's the division among us has troubled him. I'm thinking of Purcell. He has something that troubled him. You have something to trouble you, I'm sure. But Purcell, his thing is. Why we got a white church and black church? And sometimes he say that, and he just keep on going. But no, 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 it really is huge to him. Something is huge to you right now, John. Something I don't know what it is. I'm sure maybe. I know to me, I got some things that are huge. You talk about it, I can't. White supremacy is huge to me. I just don't understand why people can't see it. Well, you don't have they have that angle. I don't think. Well, Brother Ken went where he's at. I don't understand how we gonna come together. With all this division. It's it's very discouraging for young people. They feel like man, probably like giving up. Now he ain't called back. I'm wondering is he offended? You have to be very, very careful. You know, I'm saying, hey, Brother Kim, well, you always talking about this but hey, have you ever thought about this? So I'm probably he said I didn't I didn't want to debate. I just want to share. So you know, maybe see me as Go ahead well, I think
3: when we talk about I can't speak about the Um I can listen to him and glean, and he can be a witness to what he has experienced, and there is a lot of things that he speaks in regards to that I specifically mm-hmm. can relate to um, I look at it, I look at the situation like this because I don't tend to look at things. Uh, for the most part in regard from a single perspective. But I like to kind of get the overall, you know, that aerial view where you can see everything. And in this regard, we've got a number of issues going on. we got one, we've got this reactionary thing going on to where you have brothers on the street corner, young brothers, immature, and many times they're being belligerent. Now, most people who are decent respectful, honoring the next person, they take issue with that, as they very well should, and so do I. Um, And so you have those issues. And then you have people who are involved in this who are not born again. They're not born of the spirit. And what their issue is is they're trying to take something in the garb of the flesh, spiritual entity, and they have not yet to make that connection. And it would happen in time. But in regards to, like, I would say I would, I I thank God that I don't have to make the choice, but I would say this is that, this is something I'm going to tell you, Brother Seth, and I'm going to tell Brother John and the people online who are listening, that I very seldom ever shared with the believers, specifically Christians. When I was born again, uh, of course, I became born again. my experience is that I was actually confined. I was incarcerated. And by the grace of the Most High, it already began to deal with me and wing me. And so when they got to that place where, they, where I couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything, and I was still, then he began to intervene in my life and make it aware that he wanted me, that he was drawing me. And, of course, I accepted. And when I became one again, I I went to ORU. I remember when I, I remember even before I went to ORU, I was on fire for the most part and everything, and I went to ORU. But it was something strange that happened to me when I returned from ORU. I, for the most part, when I have something to say or do, I can be very bold. I'm courageous in that aspect. For the most part, I'm a withdrawn person. I don't talk to you unless I know you. But when it came to the gospel, when it came to the gospel of the kingdom, there was something in me that would make me sure certain things with certain people and so forth. But I have to say this. I was reluctant to witness to people. As a Christian, I was very reluctant to witness to people because I came to terms into a realization that I didn't believe everything that I was in. As far as the religion— the doctrine, the belief, it got to a point to where I really didn't even believe in it. And it wasn't so much just in the belief. It was something about it that did not buy. It. Now, for the audience, I am a born-again, spiritual believer. I've been born again, not simply saved, as they say I'm saved, you know, but I've been born again and filled and walking with the Most High 30 years. And I'm going to tell you, I came to a point to where I did not want to witness to people, and then we came to this point to where it was like, now that you talk to them, they're in the kingdom, where are going to send them? There was not a church on planet Earth I wanted to send, a black believer, because I started seeing some things that I had some serious issues with. And a lot of those things were dealt with, with color because, remember, I didn't run from it. So you know it, I was at every Believers Conference as soon as I became aware of it. You know, I went to, uh, um, I forget the name of this church. Um, oh, you know the name of the church I'm talking about. Right down here, church church that lightning struck one time, Seth, you know the church I'm talking about. And so I never had a problem with the color issue. And this is going to be kind of odd to people is that I didn't go looking for the color issue. The color issue came to me. Okay, brother. brother and then okay. Look, and real cool. Are
1: you going to tie this and, and and in? Yeah. Tired and and, 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 and mother, it's
3: saying basically, out. what I can understand what Brother Castleberry is saying. And is that, except what you said about the importance of the message, I'll be honest with you. I am consumed with it. You do see anything else more significant and more important. Israel is really just, just any group of people on the planet We were called. We were people that he called. He sought us, and he called us and ordained us to be a kingdom of priests. And so to me, I I consider that a great honor, but with such a great honor, there's a great deal of responsibility. Now, the reason why can we have a lot of them guys on the street corners, and I don't. I mean, really, we have to come to terms with this and be real about it. It's because the church is rejecting this message. And as a result of rejecting this message, you are leaving children to fend for themselves. And so all these pastors, because they're so afraid to leave, lose their following. They're afraid to lose their benefactory status. Instead of searching the scriptures to see if the things that we are seeing are so, just as the children in, in, in the book of Acts, those who were at who were more noble than those who were real, if they searched the scriptures. And it's just like music You're leaving it to the hands of children rather than seeing that if there's something true to this and if there's truth to this we, they need your leadership that's what's going on out there you got children running around undisciplined unsupervised many of them don't even know what they're doing somebody are whistling
1: in the background that's a that's a that's an ambulance go ahead okay
3: so in that response i would just say that i can understand the man's frustration as far as regards to unity I can just really, if he's listening right now, Brother i tell you, the kind of unification that you envision is never going to exist. He said it's going to be a remnant. And for the most part, we are 30, 33 million people strong in the United States of America. And I dare to venture that if the Messiah came today and sent out a call to return us back to the place of our promise, I would guarantee you, out of that 33 million, wouldn't even 3 million people go I would be shocked if a million would do it, because it's only going to be a remnant. And so we're not going to be in agreement when we have all these foreign doctrines. That's why Kampal talks about being tossed to and forth by every wind of doctrine. And he says, how do you avoid that? The apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. What this movement is missing is leadership in regards to the fivefold ministry. And those who have been perceived and embraced as a five-fold ministry, they reject this truth outright, and they outright it to their own harm. So, yes, if you don't hear them, it's just like the people that won't be here. It's like the woman who was at prayer, and the, and the, and, and the ruler wouldn't hear her, and she kept on wearing him, wearing him. So, yes, you're going to have these young guys outside to try to do your churches because they're going to be heard. So you might as well have to deal with it, and the fact of the matter is that you're missing God. That's right. And that's what we need to tell Christianity and tell the church. You are missing God. And the reason you're missing God, because the very people that are accusing of being racist actually are you are. You're very bigoted. Very bigoted against anything that is not consistent with your culture. That does not express the gospel in the way that you do. You're very bigoted against that. So yeah, just like God I always calls somebody after the peace, the, the, the lowly, the rejected. That's who Christ went to. But you got so puffed up, you yes, so ask yourself, they're not significant. They're not important. And while you were sleeping, the enemy is coming. So many seeds, many seeds. Now we got to deal with rap music. We deal with what's going on with TV. Are we all involved in politics? Are we being bigoted towards anybody that is contrary or inconsistent to the way we think that God should be served? I'm done.
4: Brother, you're quite
3: hostile. <laughs> it, it's what it is, it, 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 it's, like, it's like Jeremiah. Jeremiah says, you know, everybody quotes many times in religion, and being a you are hear this quote. It's like fire shut up in my bones. Yeah, brother, it, you know, it's like fire shut up, not understanding the context in which that came. And I can tell you something. These very preachers that yeah. we see doing this circuit, going from church to church, the 10 kind of Coltons of the world, I know without a doubt in my mind, and the two men on the other side of this phone know this too, that if I wanted to subject myself to that, I could have done that very thing. But it was this message that pulled me to the side and said, wait a minute, this, that is not me. I am really not over there. I'm over here. Because that's one of the things of the church. They always think God stays in that. That's why we, have, we, we always had have to have reformations or like the church of Acts and the book of Acts. They got so comfortable and the only thing that made them move and further the gospel was persecution. Because we put this is God's heart. This is where Yahweh shot. This is where Yah is right now. Because the time of the Gentiles is just about to be fulfilled. This is our hour, but we don't want to embrace it because we're too concerned about what people think and what they say or how they feel. And a lot of them people have backslidden. Many of them same people who walk in the doors of this church. I've been preached in the church probably 17 years. I've preached in one recently. And literally, there was nothing there but religion, no spirit. And in the larger churches, these big old mega churches, they have orchestrated a great inter- show to entertain you, to give you the impression that you are in the presence of God. Now you're not in the presence of flesh and entertainers. And some of them same people, what we talked about last night and dealing with the Illuminati, some of them same preachers are stepping up in the pulpit and they done took that oath. Some of the
0: people
1: who are brought in the Can you all be okay? Life.
3: Yes, we now can. Yes, sir.
1: Okay, I'm trying to uh, reach Brother Kenwin, so get, get, just let, let's reach out to him real quick, y'all. Just hold on a second. Let's try to reach out to him. I just had him on the line. Let's try to reach him again, all right? But, yeah, he is He's not offended. He is trying to call us back. I should have known, but uh, I just have to be careful. But he's definitely not offended. So just bear with us, and it'll ring here. Okay, Brother Kenwin, uh Okay, okay Brother Kenwin, are you, you there? I am here. Okay. All right, did you hear any of what we just
2: said? Brother Kenwyn,
1: did you hear any of what we just said?
0: Okay, okay. can everybody they hear me? Tell me,
1: make sure he's not on, meat.
3: Can can them make not on, on meat? now.
1: Okay, okay. Can everybody hear me now? All right. All right. Brother, brother Kenwin. Can you hear me? His mind is, that... is open, so uh, he'll probably drop it. Okay, there we go. He dropped again. So y'all, so y'all go ahead and continue. I'm going to continue to get this brother on because he is the one leading out here. Um, let me just try one more time here, but let's just be patient. Let's try one more time here, everybody. All right, it's just the world of technology. Again, you're tuned to the Network. I'm Brother Seth. We're just trying to reach out to Brother Kenwin Castleberry. Um, so just bear with
0: me.
3: You got? Uh, All right.
1: right. Okay. okay, let's see here. Okay, okay Brother, brother King, King, we can we
0: hear, hear us? Is not available.
1: Okay. okay. All right, All brothers, right Brother, uh, okay, go ahead okay. with what y'all are talking about. I'll try to reach out in the background. Uh, if y'all can go ahead with that dialogue, and I'll be back shortly. <laughs>
3: I knew Seth had to be preoccupied to let me go that long. <laughs>
4: Go ahead, John. Oh, now y'all want to hear from Brother John, huh?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, 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 I'm back. I'm, I'm back. I'm, I'm just going to have to call us back. Okay, Can everybody hear me okay, right? Everybody hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: Will.
1: yeah. All right.
4: You know what? Wanna,
1: Brother John, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I want to make sure everybody can hear okay. me. Y'all can hear me okay, right? Yes, I can hear yeah. you. Yeah. I just want to comment on something Elisha sure was saying.
0: Um,
1: I hope that the brother heard you. but Elisha, sure, you may have to repeat yourself, but I feel you. The church hasn't been very friendly with a lot of our young people and a lot of, you know, but I, I my thing is this. This is my thing. I got to say this. I got to say this. If you're a young person to listen to us older people, I promise to God, you won't have no no interest in church. And I worry about that. What am I putting out on the air on these shows? We very seldom talk about what's good with the church, camaraderie in the church, the transform lives in the church. And there's, there's no shortage of people that have just been transformed in these churches. I mean, they went in there one way, and they came out dancing. They went in, crackheads came out dancing. They went in, drunkards came out dancing. They went to this one revival and, and got revived. They've been taught, and they, not just one time or two times or 30 times or 40 times or 100 times or 1,000 times, but many thousands of experiences Within the four walls of the church, that have really brought them up. It's what brought us together. It's what birthed our friendships. Every single one of the people I know on this air, that's all the co-hosts, have been birthed out of something regarding the church. So these young people, they didn't get that. They didn't get that. They didn't get that. They didn't get those wonderful experiences by the thousands they're hearing now is little doctrinal differences and little petty differences. we well, I ain't going to say it's petty. I'm not going to say it's petty. But they're hearing doctrinal differences. They hear Brother Kenwood coming on saying, hey, I'm new to this, but I see the to be, And they just, all they hear is about what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. They don't know about all of the times we went out, Brother Elishore out after the church, centered around the worship, going out to coffee, and laughed and had a great time and went our ways and Encouraging each other to live right Without hormone jumping off the roof But yet, we was encouraged We was trying to live this thing Based upon the message we had just learned At church There's a lot of good things going on Even in churches Where the pastor is greedy There's a lot of good things taught Even in churches where the pastor Got this and that wrong There is Thousands of messages going forward that do liberate. I mean, some of the messages are just three seconds like, hey, y'all better go with God. I'm here to tell you, y'all better go with God. Right after that, he probably going to knock the Israelites. You know, these people out here on these churches, you know. So you, you got the weed and the tear in messages, weed and tears, people. And so I just feel sorry, really sorry. For young people listening to some of what's being said, even on the show, and I hope they listen to us long enough to hear, when we do slide it in there, you need God. You need the fellowship. Because I'm thinking to myself, I've been saying this forever, and I would love to know what y'all think about this. And then I'm going to reach out to Brother Casimir again, because, again, he still has opportunities to finish. I want him to. Having trouble with his line, So we met have to call on our line But I just had to comment really quickly Because he's not the only one sharing tonight But just really quickly I would love to know what y'all have to say about this I guess after I get the podcast right back So I can hear what you're saying But I promise you People need hope i Yes, I know the church got issues. Yes, I know the pastors are greedy. Yes, I know they're not teaching all things. Yes, I know about the Catholicism of influence. Yes, I know about the institution of the Sunday worship. Yes, I know about this. Yes, yes, I see the wickedness. Nobody blasts the church, uh, parts of things in the church more than I do. You know, LSU and I have had thousands of conversations when we talked about this churches. But I just wonder, how can we do all this and turn around and encourage folks to go to the same place where all the slop and the mess is that. It's best to stay on and see God yourself. But the Bible talks about us needing that fivefold arm. The apostles, pastors, teachers. Because at certain times these young people and some older folks they can't hear. And they need the gifts of the apostles, the teachers, the evangelists, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So listen, I know I threw a lot at y'all. But just allow me one more time. As a matter of fact, let me just do it on the line. Let me do it on the air. Let me just do it right here on the air. Let's reach out to the brother right now on the air, everybody. Please, y'all, bear with me. Okay, let's do this. Just, just let's just reach out. Just be patient here,
2: everybody. All right, can you hear me?
0: We can hear
1: you, brother. But before okay. you. Okay. Talk- before you comment, I just put something in front of um Ella and brother uh, and it was this I asked them uh, there's echo here I asked them what did they think about um uh, the young people listening and how they're hearing all this negativity um you know what. Let's go to you, because exactly. that's a no-brainer. It is easy to know what they're going to think. I don't want to fool with y'all. So, brother, you're back. Sorry for all the trouble with the phone line, but I think the question I'm asking brother Shu and brother John is a no-brainer. I was asking, what do you think the young people think of all this negativity? We've, we've had the opportunity to go to churches and experience miracles and see some things and hear some things that transform our lives by the thousands. Y'all didn't get that opportunity because y'all are younger, and so you're seeing this church and it can't come together. Can't this? Can't that? So I want you to come back and, and just just share. Either if you want to come on comment on what I just said, you can do that, or anything you've been saying while you've been trying to get back. Uh, just just talk to us, brother. Okay.
2: All right. I don't. I don't want. I want peace, just like it. I hate that. that division. Uh, and I don't want to be the representer of that division, but I, I got to admit, this is just me as a person, as a man, that I, I, I be want to defend what I believe, you know. Uh, but I, I I just wanted to say that I am total agreement that there's a lot that's being said from these younger uh, brothers uh, that they may be an error on a couple of things. But I defend them to the T. Because uh, my family, along with many others, we wasn't aware that we was Israelite until recently. Uh, and I speak for a lot of people that didn't know until recently. And uh, what those guys doing have changed the game. And uh, we didn't hear from nobody else. I understand it. I, I do. I'm, I'm right there with you. It may have been around since the 1800s, uh, but we in the South, we didn't get that, all right? We didn't. We didn't get that memo until recently, you know, and it came by those brothers. So we, I, uh, I defend that, you know, and I guys give them respect where it's due. And then that's just, you know, that's something about me. But I don't mean any harm, all right? I just, uh, uh what I, what I, that 10-minute talk that I did, I was just telling it about myself and why I like to talk about it all the time. Well, uh, that's my passion. I'm very passionate. Uh, anytime I'm around any type of uh, platform that I'm speaking to more than a couple people, uh, I try to represent. But uh, you know, let them know who who they who they're listening to, right? And well,
1: um, let, me, let me say this. Let me say this out of time now. I got to watch the time.
4: Watch the minute.
1: Make sure we're not being repetition. So let me just say this. Brother John came after you. I don't know if he was cut off or not, and he said some very keen things. Did you hear him?
2: No, no, I did.
1: Okay, brother John, you you've been moderated yeah. before, and I know you got that thing in you. Can you duplicate that what you said earlier?
4: Yeah, of course. But it, I think it's important to clarify that after it just simply meant you were one, I was two. It, it could be construed incorrectly and say, "Brother Don came after you like I was disputing something that Brother Kim would said." Do you understand what I mean?:
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, okay.
4: Yeah, I wasn't disputing anything that you said. I, I, you came first, I came second. That's what came after. That's the context in which that should be understood. And the only thing that I was saying is that the fact that we are... The blood lineage of Abraham Isaac and Jacob is it's a revelation. It's obviously huge for the people who are of the lineage of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob as opposed to someone who is not but for for everyone, it's huge because if you understand that. Now you can understand a lot of prophecies that didn't make sense. People trying to put a square peg in a round hole. However, it's not the only revelation. And I was simply stating that there's a lot of revelations to be had. For instance, the born, being born again, a new creation, that right there is, that takes the case. Hands down. Takes the case. Uh, and so, the point that I was simply trying to make, and again, I told Seth, it had nothing to do specifically with what you were saying. It had everything to do with what we always say, what we always talk about, what we always gravitate to in uh, on the Five Smooth Stones network, which is who we are gene- genealogically, if you will. Um, but It's only one revelation. And I was saying that Paul was caught up to the third heaven, and the revelation that he received there was was such that it was unlawful for him to speak about it, and that he ended up getting a messenger from Satan as a result of his knowledge and revelation so that he would not hold himself in higher esteem than he should. And he asked God uh, three times to remove the thorn in the flesh, as it were. And he was denied three times. And God's answer was, my grace is sufficient. But the point that I'm trying to make is that were the revelations that Paul saw, were they greater than the the revelation of the fact that the African-Americans and many of the people in Haiti, Cuba, Dominican Republic, uh, Brazil, uh, Panama, all these countries where you had people brought over fr- from Africa and spread out through all these various countries for the transatlantic slave trade. the <clears throat> That's huge, right? But is that the greatest revelation? Of course not. It's just one of many, one of many. And so, all I was really trying to say is, like, hey, there's a lot more to it than just that. Uh, we just focus on that a lot because that's that's our lineage. There you go, Seth. Odor, you asked for that, by the way. That should, that time shouldn't count against me.
1: No, 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 no. You could, you could that. And I want to add to what John just said, brother, uh, brother. Uh, um, Brother the and uh brother ellis also listen listen i want to add to what brother john said he's right he, now you heard him he's the ping I'm the pong ping pong so while it's not the most important thing we don't have to on blogs only talk about the most important thing we know christ is the door we know christ is the door Apostle Paul, or the word I should say, encourages us to go on past the door. Somebody could come on the line and say, but hey, like the one bishop tried to do to us, why are y'all in the flesh talking about this flesh and this stuff? You know, I think that she would let him know, brother, listen, if you call to the evangelism and that's your calling, you can't put that on us. Paul commands us to go on past the laying again, the doctrines of Christ, repentance, you know, blah, 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 and going to the meat. So, while it's not the most important thing, like John was saying, he said it's not the most important thing, it is important. You know, it is important, and it's, 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 it's more important than building a skyscraper, and you can't tell uh, uh, the builders out there that's building this massive skyscraper in New York City, stop, let's not talk about this, because they're going to be like, no, this is major. This, this building got to go up. Who are you? So and you can't talk tell, tell, to go into the colleges and, and where they are talking about physics, and they got some new idea about physics that, that's out in the world, and it's all throughout the everybody's talking about this new physics calculation or something, some breakthrough. You can't tell them don't talk about that because we don't want to talk about Christ. So we don't want to just talk about mm-hmm. the most
0: very important poor, thing.
4: Very poor analogies, sir. Very poor analogies.
1: I got you, but what I'm trying to say though, what what I'm trying to say is this. Brother Kenwin, what you're talking about, Brother John is right in terms of it's not being the weightier matter. True. That's very true. And you should consider that. But I think perhaps you already have. I found out this. I was already at church. Really quickly, Brother Kenwin, then we turn back over to you. You can finish ten minute, go a fresh ten minute uninterrupted after from Brother Ellen Shore. Now i was already oh, in church oh our brother john if you want to go but let me finish what i'm saying real quick real quick so we can keep yeah. rolling just bear with me i got to get this out i was in church i'm gonna try to make this quick because i want to i respect for you guys brother john you can go after me and then brother uh lsu and then brother can but i was born again i did know about christ I did know about the laying on the hands I did know about the gifts of the spirit I did know about our sins washed away I did know that I, I did, was hid in Christ I did know the massive revelation Hold on Can I get this out please Then you come behind me brother John I'm, I'm sorry I'm
4: I'm, I'm I'm just I saying
1: This is how I. This is where I understand brother Kenwin I understood The way to your matter I didn't know everything, but I understood that the what the flesh profited nothing. So anything you tell me about the flesh, I understood overall against grace and Christ, it profited nothing. But I cannot tell you, Brother King, when how powerful it was when I found out that my spit, my spit, forget my blood for a minute. Because if, if it's in your blood, it's in your. Found out there was more Hebrew bloodline. David, Solomon, Saul, King Saul. There was more DNA in my spit than in most people in Israel. I was done. I was done. I could not stop thinking about. You mean to tell me my DNA? If you cut me open. I have the same DNA as those people. And that the Bible is not just a little cute little holy book, but it's my darn near, it's my people. So now, Brother Ken, we'll fast forward to you and turn the mic over to you shortly after Brother John, Brother LSU will go shortly. Then you turn over. You get it. Brother. If you've got that revelation, and I have no doubt that the Father revealed something to you in the cloud, and now you're trying to just bring us together and we can't come together, hopefully you didn't didn't hear what Brother Elishua said, but he said we would never come together like you think. There will be a togetherness, but not like you think, because this 40 million people will never come together. No nowhere in the Bible does it say that. So be encouraged, brother. There is unity. Even where you don't see unity, there's unity with older people. It may not be unity with people your age. The unity is coming. Don't be discouraged, brother John. Quickly, brother Elushur. Quickly, then back to you, uh, brother King. We we'll go another ten minutes uninterrupted, please, brother John. Anything?
4: I, I pass over to L. All
2: right, brother L. Well, uh, can you hear me?
3: Go ahead, brother. Okay, I just want to make sure I could be heard because I make sure I wasn't on mute. Okay, uh, I feel the same way, uh, but I think that's the reason why I come, this is so significant. When you read in Ezekiel thirty-seven, and you talk about the state, and, and when they address the state of Israel, as it would be in the last days, uh, basically confirming or echoing the same prophecy that came through Moses as what would befall to Israel in the last days. And when you look at the state of black people all around the world, not all black people, but black people who are obvious are the descendants of the European transatlantic slave trade, you see an oppressed people. And even in America where you hear you know, one of the wealthiest nations on the planet Earth and that people have just, just doors and doors of opportunity, you see still a, a, a class of people who are very oppressed. And what's ironic is that those people who are not oppressed, who are black people, who somehow break it through that ceiling, they very seldom ever reach back to help those who may not have the same opportunities or what have you that they have. That only exists in the black community. It doesn't exist in the Hispanic community. It doesn't exist in the Asian community. So there's something that is very detrimentally wrong about us as a people. And when you look in the scriptures, you find the answers to, those, to, to that particular dilemma. And when you read in Ezekiel, it says that really they were in the grace. And we're talking about the people who are destined. This is the part that the Hebrew Israelites grab hold to. But it's oddly a part that many believers who embrace this truth, who come out of Christianity, it's like, I don't know about that. that there. But we are going to rule and govern the world one day. To me, that's no small matter. It may not happen to me, but it would be to my children's children. If they are born again of the Spirit, and they are the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, it says that he's going to call us to his land, and we will shall forever there remain in his presence. Just the fact that I have a promise given to me that puts me in a continual abode in the presence of the Most High I can't even begin to explain that. Because here's the fact of why come these churches are not drawing these young people. It's real simple. They ain't got no power. They ain't got no anointing. How is it the devil can draw them, but the children of the saints, the children of light can't draw them? So I understand what you're saying in regards to the church there. But I didn't get saved in the church. I got saved in a prison. I didn't learn the nuances, the deepness of the truth. I learned that in my bedroom. Now what I enjoyed was the fellowship. But hey, you know, when John's here, we kick it. When you're here, we kick it. I have fellowship. What these people are lacking, and I'll say it again, is that it says that in the last days he will return the hearts of the fathers back to the children. But what's happened is that our fathers are consumed with two, consumed with living that light, And nobody wants this is the problem, literally, when it comes to Christianity, and I make that distinction again, I tell people again. There's a distinction between a religion called Christianity and the church, the ecclesia of Yahweh Shai, Hamashiach Jesus Christ. There's a great distinction.
0: And i say this
3: simple <clears throat> quick is that if you want young people, if you're trying to get these people's attention, the command is no different than Yahweh Shai gave the woman at the well. You must worship me in spirit And in truth And what we have is a lazy clergy Who is basically Sitting in the lap of luxury Who do not see the need To alter and change their ways For the betterment of the people Because they have become content And just like in Yahweh's day When he told the Pharisees and the Sadducees You have become benefactors of the people So therefore it's within your benefit To keep them within this subdued state and I can tell you, you know, cause the prophecy. I can tell you right now, what we're calling for, the opposite is happening. A lot of people are coming out of churches, and a lot of people have various reasons. But when you talk about these young black people, you said it, Seth. There's nothing there for them, and if you don't have power, you can't draw them. What drew me to churches after I became born again of the Holy Spirit? Is that I wanted to be in a place where I knew the most high's anointing was present. I go to these churches. There's no anointing, so that's why you okay, don't have so, God so, so, with you with signs and wonders and miracles justifying
1: what you do. And so when you talk about miracles,
3: all the miracles, the miracles don't happen no more in
1: church. Let, so let's do this. Let's do this really quickly, brother. Uh, uh uh Brother Kenwin, is what brother Ellis Shore. Do you understand what he's saying?
2: Uh yeah, yeah, I understand what he's saying. Uh he, Hold on, hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Is that your reality?
2: Uh yes. That? Yeah, yeah, some of it is, yeah. Uh it, he's 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 definitely painting a picture that's universal uh for both sides of the year. Um uh, and uh that's that's all cool, but I did I start all this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I was under the I'm still uh, I'm still you know my yeah. phone was was uh was was acting no, no, up no, no, losing no, no, the no, signal. No no no, no,
0: no, 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 no. yes but well,
2: you
1: kind of did. Hold on a second. What you did is you started yeah. something. Ella Shue was just trying to talk about the angles of how young people see the church. He hit it a little deeper earlier. So we've been on that vein for a minute. But yeah, you did kind of. You didn't start that particular topic But I want you to go ahead and comment on what you've heard so far Then do your 10-minute uninterrupted uh, But let me go back to LSU I just want to just quickly interject and see if if he was hitting your street LSU, please wrap up in like two minute max And then let this brother Because um, I don't think he was done and I wanted him to just comment on what you were saying to see if, there, if he was on your street. I think he, you was on the street all along, but I wanted him to say that so the people listening would see, oh, that brother's wrong, but LSU was right. So go ahead, Brother LSU, and finish in like two minutes and then. <laughs> Brother Kim, go 10 well, minutes I'll say this real quick,
3: and I'm going to use an example. Brother Geno Jenkins and ISUPK. what went down with them a few weeks ago in regards to Brother Geno Jenkins making comments about the followers IISUBK, speaking very negative, very be- I mean, very, very demeaning about the women who, who, who attend and so forth. Now, that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. You are supposed to be a father in the faith. Why do you attack what you perceive to be children? Why can't you sit down in a situation, <clears throat> common ground, and an attitude of peace, love, and reconciliation, and try to see what is this confusion, what's the conflict. But Brother Gino's attitude defines so many people who are called to the 544 ministry, specifically the pastorate. The pastorate right now has really had the body of Christ hijacked because they seem to run the day. And many of them have no insight. They have, very, they have a very little understanding of what the Most High is doing right now. So they just go back to the old, same old script. I've been mean, born again, spirit-filled. I would venture to say that I speak in tongues more than anybody on this line and probably more, almost more than anybody listening. I know what it means to walk in the spirit, to flow in the anointing, to lay hands on the sick and see the sick recover, to call out demons and see them flee. I understand that. I get that. But that's being a born-again spiritual believer. Flowing that same function in and apart from a building constituted of certain people and the members. And all I'm saying is this, is that there's going to come a time. Where everything that Brother Castleberry is hoping and believing for, he's going to see it manifested. It may not come in the way that you want to see it, Brother Castleberry, because we're not going to always all be in unity. Because we don't all believe the same thing. And But I do understand this. The more we get closer to the truth, that's when you begin to weed out the tears. Because the tears will always have conflict with the truth. And that's what you have going on a great deal among Hebrew Israelites is that you have cares among the weak. You have people who got into this because they saw this as a defense and an attack against white supremacy. I can understand why. It's no different from being in the nation of Islam in that regard. But you have to understand, this is not the nation of Islam. And Brother Seth, you can continue that. This is not the nation of Islam. This is the household of faith. This is the kingdom of the Most High. It existed before even the earth existed. As a matter of fact, the church is a function Of the kingdom It is not the
1: kingdom Though most believe That the church is the kingdom Okay Brother Kenwin uh, We're going to do the 10 minute thing With you when we come back But I want you to do me a favor You've heard a lot I want you to do two things I'm going to take a little Well first I want you to comment on What you've heard Then we're going to take a short little break Then we're going to come back And you do your fresh 10 minutes uninterrupted so I want you to gather your thoughts at this point, if you don't mind, and let us know any what you, what did you get from brother John? Anything you've heard, if you don't have a comment, fine, we'll just go to break and you do your 10 minutes afterwards, but anything, go right ahead.
2: Okay. Well, I'm in a total agreement. Um, uh, what they, what he said was nothing toward me or anybody. It was a universal message that he was, uh, Absolutely. uh just, just saying. And, uh, Anybody with a ear and a spirit should be able to understand that. And um, okay, but uh, I'm still kind of in my little zone of of trying to wrap my mind around because I missed I missed some somethings, I guess. But um, yeah, what Brother John was said also was very universal, um, and I, I can dig where he's coming from too. Um, and I, I guess that was my uh, point. Uh when I uh started, but uh we can go ahead and go to the break, man, and uh and yeah, I can wait to I I get another ten minutes, you say. Absolutely. Okay.
1: All right, brother. Well we're going to take a little break again, folks. You've tuned into the five Six on network. We have on the line, brother Elishure Ellison, Brother John Clark, uh, our old moderators with us, and then brother Kenwood Casper, another co host special for you ten minutes uninterrupted and I, I think I've given my setback a bit. But anyway, I was just saying brother Kenwin Castleberry sharing with my heart who is also a co-host as well. Um so let's take a little short break, folks, and we'll be right back. Again, you've tuned to the five smoke on network. Been doing this since two thousand eleven and uh we've done over five hundred shows and it's just good to be doing another one tonight. It really is good to be doing another one. Be right back, folks. <laughs> We do have three shows, three shows. Folks, we are on Sunday night. Sunday night. What are we talking about Sunday nights?
5: I Seth,
1: found the podcast on there. We're talking about a book that I'm producing, um, a writing, and the book is called Bear with me folks, gotta get the music right. But listen, folks, we writing a book, I'm writing a book uh talking about white supremacy. And uh this book is going into white supremacy like a lot of you probably have never heard because uh I'll tell you one thing right now, white supremacy is not those that are waving higher higher high, high, whatever they wave, uh saying Hitler. Uh all hell all hell Hitler, uh Hell Hitler. Folks, those uh, uh those Extremists is not the definition of white supremacy. Oftentimes, those in uh, power, clever, uh, being wicked wicked and clever, will um, kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for, they'll kind of put them out there as the face of white supremacy. You know, those is hollering the N-word and, and swastik, uh, uh, uh emblems and, and, Again, that is almost a joke. Okay, white supremacy is a philosophy. And uh, those young white males, which is full of the devil, uh, is not the face of white supremacy. The face of white supremacy, the face of white supremacy is the very fabric of America. I said the, the definition the face of white supremacy it's the very fabric of white supremacy. it's what the people are worshiping it's what what you close your when you close your eyes and I say how does the, the, the gospel look how does the not the gospel but how does uh, uh, envision Christ eventually this disciples envision the Israelites, what many of you tell me, that's white supremacy, when I say what is beauty, what you conjure up in your head to be beauty, that's white supremacy, when I say what's the number one nation, instead of you correct me and say there's no such thing as number one nation, you start spitting off these European countries, that's white supremacy. When I start saying who's the smartest ethnic groups, you start talking about the Chinese and this and that, that's white supremacy. White supremacy is a philosophy. Anybody can believe it. Anybody can believe it. Let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. Outside of ignorant white people that are very, very ignorant, most white people, most white people are not white supremacy. Because they know better. They have a mirror at home. They know about their insecurities. Folks, they know. They know. They know. That they're not all that. They even know they're not that beautiful. They secretly admire so-called black people. Their skin. Their confidence. that. The definition of white supremacy, though, is the belief you know you're superior. You really believe it. And I don't think white people fit that bill. I don't think they really believe it. They can't. Folks, they know themselves. How can you be liber- You can't lie to yourself. I mean, really, only for so long. Eh, uh uh-uh. I don't think the vast vast majority of white people are white supremacists. Because they know better. So let me tell you what they are. They're liars. They're deceivers, and they're benefiting from white privilege. That's why they won't fight it. (laughs) They're not white supremacists. Let me tell you who the white supremacists are, though. Black people that bleed a lie. Black people that live a lie. Black people that will fight you. If you try to act as though you're more intelligent than whites, you're trying to be like a white man. Look at me, trying to be white, trying to talk white as your white supremacist mistreating themselves because they got dark skin that can, you know as the dark sisters African American with regards to dating how much pain they went through over brothers picking over them trying to get something to look like a white woman and after all once we become wealthy and we have no strings attached and no boundaries and we can pick what we want to pick no matter what, what do we choose? Light skin, a lot of times, is just something closest to white. You'd be surprised to know how many of our brothers and sisters would date exclusively white people. If they're, and there ain't nothing wrong with dating whites if it's a healthy relationship. Let me say that. But I thought I'd take a moment in this break to promote that show on Sunday nights. Because of, like I was saying, a lot of us, without no boundaries would choose to interact with white people some of us wouldn't even go around black people hardly ever again because of the self-hate no white supremacy is a philosophy believed by non-white people mostly after all we're 92% of the world's population White view only 10% so most of the world is white supremacy if you're not following the Holy Spirit to where it cleanse you and, and help you get out of this, this mess this deception, this idolatry, this religion I'm calling it white supremacy. If you're not following the spirit, if you're not following the spirit and you just living your life just socially, casually, guess what? You're practicing white supremacy. If you're educated by the West exclusively, you're practicing white supremacy. Well brother says who's not practicing it? Those that don't have a radio. Those that don't have a TV. Those that have very little interaction with white people. Everybody else go in and out of it. I'm telling you what I know. What the Father showed me years ago. And this is what goes down on Sunday night. This is what the book was all about. The lives of white supremacy are our world's ruling religion. My God, my God. Tune in. Sunday nights, and then, of course, on Mondays, we have current events, and then tonight, open forum. Wow, wow, wow. Let's go back to the phone lines. Okay, Brother Elishua, your line is open. Brother John, your line is open. Brother Ken, your line is open. Let me go to Brother L. first. Brother El what do you think of what I just said? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to
3: unlock the phone to take myself off mute. I keep myself on mute when I'm not speaking, as to not give any distractions. Uh, what you just said was 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 the nail on the head. <laughs> You're gonna probably say, no, you didn't do that. You hit the nail on the head. Everything that you stated, white supremacy affects our relationships. It affects where we go. It affects where we choose to live. Where we want to live." It affects how we deal with education, it affects the impacts, the education that's been imposed upon us. And that's one of the again I'll tie it in because this ten minutes till 10, so the shows I'm sure is about to come to a close. I'll tie in part of the last comment, Mark, is that that's why I come literally uh, when you talk about these young people who are Hebrew Israelites and what have you, they they see this. That's one thing that they can see clearly. And if, you, and if you ever get get white supremacy completely exposed to you without the benefit of having the grace of the Most High operate in your life, oh, man, that's not a good mix. Because either you could just totally succumb to it, but then what's the other option? The other alternative is to fight it. You can't win. So really, without knowing that there is an, another kingdom, the kingdom yeah. of the Most High, that supersedes all of that then it's like you're without hope. And I was just thinking about this on a statistic, and I'll close with saying this, is that I thought about this today. Christianity is the largest religion in the world. It has over 2.5, almost 2.8 billion followers. The world population is about 7 billion people. That means over two-thirds of the world Christians. It's a dark world for those folks would be a lot of people with light. We got to put Christianity under the microscope. Because we're a little leaven, leaven the whole lump. And if a third of us are born again, spirit-filled believers, but we live in the most wicked times in the history of the face of the planet, eh, what does that say
1: about Christianity? And if I may add one little thing to that, again, I have to be responsible for this show. What it's saying, now, LaSure, i I hope y'all heard what he said and what he did. He wasn't dogging out all Christians. I used to say that when he said that, but I, he is definitely not dog. What he's talking about is Christianity ineffectiveness. How can we be this ineffective with so many people? He's right. Okay, he's right. Now a lot, of, but again, I say this. I'm going to say it loud and clear, lots of people Sunday morning and Wednesday night is going to be set free, delivered, and be cast out, folks, healed under the banner of Christianity. But there's a lot more teachings that make us ineffective in our world, and that's what Brother LSU is talking about. But don't discount, and he's not saying do it, and defense, defense, but I'm just saying that there's a lot of... Goodness going on in these churches, Brother Kingwin, uh, and everybody else listening. There's a lot of goodness, but we just got to step it up, like he's saying, uh, like was saying. Be led of the Spirit and just deliver the blow. This is a warfare. This is a war, folks. It Ain't going to be easy, okay? Even when the church shook up the world back in the day, the Book of Acts can't get no more powerful than the church was doing, where they was being martyred left and right. The world was still wicked. The world was still with you, and they was dying left and right. Brother, uh, Brother John quickly, and then Brother Kenwin.
4: Yeah, I, I pass on to Brother Kim. when He can go ahead.
1: Brother Kenwin. thank you, Brother John. Brother Kenwin, ten minutes. I'm gonna put you on the. I, I'm not gonna put you on time. You know, I'm gonna do good with that. Let's go right here. We're gonna go over everybody again. Uh, if you listen to the, uh, again, first of all, thank you for tuning to the Five Percent Network again. Um, if you if you listening online, remember you got to call the show number before the top of the hour is you will lose the signal because we only contract to the top of the hour. We always roll we don't always, but a lot of time we roll over and so if you wanna keep listening you gotta call the phone number two one excuse me, nine one four two oh five 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 nine oh. If you're listening online it should be in front of you there. All right? Call us. Um, so, brother Kenwin, again, go ahead, go ten minutes, brother. We love to hear which was what else is on your mind. And like I said, everybody, we're gonna roll a little bit because brother Kenwin had a lot of phone issues earlier. It's not fair to him; he was out of cahoots for about ten minutes. So we will probably roll over about five or ten minutes, just out of respect for him. So go ahead, brother Kenwin.
2: All right, there, brother Self, and uh, I uh, thank you for uh, this privilege, because that's what it is. It's a privilege. Uh, to be on your platform and uh have an opportunity to have a voice on your platform, man. That's a privilege, and I don't want to uh, take advantage of that or mess that up, you know. Um, but, yeah, uh, there's something that the audience is kind of quickly learning about myself uh, tonight as I spoke is that I, I can be very passionate. Uh, yeah, I, and, and sometimes it's not in a good way, you know. Uh, I'm ready to defend what I believe, you know, at the moment's notice. Uh, and and I, I I suspect a lot of us feel the same way when it comes to uh, the Bible, and how we believe. And, uh, and I'm I'm glad I'm glad that Pops Smooth Stones offer that platform that we could uh, put that out there, right? Because uh like Brother Elushua was saying, which is universal, is that uh, maybe we're not when, until Christ comes back. Maybe we're not all gonna come together, um, you know, like we see it, you know. But I think it's these small little talks like this here. It uh, it's edifying, right? Uh, edifying for the people who's listening, and then even us on this platform. You know, uh, you ne- you never stop learning. Um, that's one thing I also believe, and I think that's universal. Absolutely not. Yeah. it's not. It's not what? It's,
3: no, I said we never stop learning. I agree with that. Absolutely not. We
2: never stop learning. Yeah, never stop learning. We're constantly learning, uh, even myself. Uh, I definitely I'm on a platform right now with uh, highly educated brothers, and uh, and that right there makes me feel a certain type of way. I'm ready to, you know, because uh, these brothers right here, they they know what they're saying. Okay, and they know what they believe, and I'm grateful to be uh, on the platform and just having this discussion with those guys. Eat uh, myself. Uh, I'm a truck driver, uh, and uh, Although I feel like the spirit leads me to, and, and I got some wisdom and intelligence, but uh, the truth is, I'm no more of a student than anybody else listening. I'm a, I'm not under a teacher status. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know everything, and I don't know you know a whole lot. Okay, but I I still know what my foundation is, my, what I believe in, and I, I'm trying to share that. All right, um, yeah, I, uh, but. I don't want to just talk about one thing, um, but uh, it, it's, you know, it's five smooth stones. Uh, the, the five smooth stones is uh, what, what King David had in fighting Goliath, right? So this is uh, definitely a show, a platform that's rooted in the Bible, and uh, and uh, you can expect Bible talk on this show. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I, I really dig the show. And uh, I'm glad for the opportunity again, once again. Um, a lot that's being said tonight is universal. I need to learn that, okay? Because I guess a lot of things that I say may be one-dimensional or only one, you know, uh, a certain type of people may understand exactly where I'm at and where I'm coming from, all right? Uh, but uh, that's that's something I'm working on, all right? I have that universal language. I think is the key, too, Um have a universal language that uh, both sides can really understand and dig and uh, your message, you get across uh, a lot further. Uh, so uh, with that being said, I know you gave me 10 minutes, but I, uh, hey, I'm, I'm really kind of, <laughs> that's really probably all my heart right there to say. <laughs> so let tell me if say you this. could.
4: Let me all say right. This. Let me, let me, say this.
1: Brother Kenway. if I was talking to you on the phone and we was off the air, I uh, guarantee we'd we'll talk three hours easy. So easy, and the kind of things you would talk about would be what? Just give us a, something for about five minutes. Okay. You mentioned, you mentioned us coming together with majors. Let me just hit that a little bit. Ellis sure hit it somewhat. He said a few, a lot of key things. I hope he was listening. Remember these shows are recorded. I would strongly recommend you go back and listen to what Brother John was saying, Brother you was saying, because they weren't just talking. There was some serious things they were sending me, All that phone problem stuff. These shows are very serious, brothers and sisters. Those you listening online and even in other countries. I'm very, 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 very serious about these blogs. I don't know when Most High is going to call me home. I don't know. And I'm getting more and more like Apostle Paul. I'm falling out of love with living every day. I'm taking life less and less serious. I'm I'm serious about my life. Don't get me wrong. But I'm falling out of love with this world less in a way. I'm looking at our people, and I know with Israel, thankful to the Most High for their revelation, I really am. I wish my mom, I think she understood it kind of, but I wish every, it just seemed like you can understand. If you're getting a whipping from your parents and you understand why, you can see love even in a whipping. But if you're getting a whipping from your parents and you do not know why, you will accuse your parents of abusing you. And that's what we're doing with the Most High. A lot of black people have beef with the Most High. They just go to church because they're scared. They go to church because their grandma went to church. They go to church because it's just it's a political thing to do. It's a social thing to do. It's for the women are. It's for this, 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 All, but as far as in love with Yah of Israel, the, the Most High, for sitting as the
0: Messiah,
1: I don't think they're doing that. So what's wrong with them? Secretly, I think they hold bitterness, Against the most high. I can prove it. They hold bitterness, brothers and sisters, against the most high. Black people, African Americans, hold bitterness against the most high. How can these white folks rule over us as much as they do and there be a God? Had my uncle tell me, you worship that God of the Old Testament? I said, yes, sir. He said, can I cannot say what he said because y'all hang up on me. He said, Oh, he was a mouth. Oh, he was an mouth. I said, Uncle Bud, how could you say that? That God represented all that bloodshed. God, that when he told, us, but, 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 he just started naming something in the Bible, and I had to, I had to literally take each story one at a time because he said he told us serpent. That serpent told the truth. He said, He said, Dallas won't surely die. If you eat this fruit, you won't surely die. God knows that the day you eat thereof, you going to become wise and you're going to know all things. That serpent was telling the truth. God, God even said, Now the men are like us. They know all things.
5: <laughs> my,
1: uncle, my uncle came after me, and I had to take that word and convince him and let him see that of course, they did die. things change What is that when when death set in motion, how you how you' going to say, Uncle boy, they, had died"? they
0: did die did
1: they die that day? I said did he say they was going to die that day? He didn't say they were going to die that day. He said they eat their other, you should surely die? Did not they experience death running hiding Was that not different? There wasn't a man, my uncle and I we went back and forth. So Brother Ken went back to you. Again, you've got some concerns. Please, brother, I know your time is up, but I don't think you're up, up. I want to get just a little bit more from you. As far as us coming together, I said earlier, please listen Brother uh, sure and Brother John. Be encouraged, man. It's not as gloomy as it looks. I was saying earlier that I'm falling out of love with this earth But I'm not in a depressing way I'm just I'm just becoming more Enamored by death Being with the saints You know I've learned I, I, don't, I don't want to fear death no more It's too many people uh, That's on that other side Like an old pastor told me He said Seth I said how you doing He said I'm doing okay He said you know what So many of our people leaving I don't even know Why I want to be here there's more people. On, I'm getting more people on the other side than on this side. That's kind of where brother said that. So I do these shows. I'm serious. I'm very serious. I figure if I reach out to people and put truth out there and find some people that, that for the most part, want to help people. Most I will help my parent, my seed, my children. Where I can't reach them, maybe he'll send somebody. I'll reap that harvest. That's why I do shows. Not to be heard, not for ego's sake. I got over that a long time ago. Maybe I used to. That is serious business. People need hope. That's so why I ain't trying to preach no hate.
0: I ain't got time.
1: People at the low end, man, listen to this show. Suicidal. A friend of mine me to, told me today how uh mental, mental, uh, uh, mental. A uh, lot of our people is is have mental issues. He broke that thing down to where he said, "No regular everyday people you see, bro, you'd be surprised how them got a bed stay on." He yeah, did, he made mental. Uh, I don't know why I can't talk for some reason, but he made it sound like a lot of our people is in denial, but secretly they have mental issues, illusion issues. They 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 they, they fantasize about a lot of our men are not. And he 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 shook me with that thing today. So, Brother Seth, when I do these shows, I'm serious, man. You mean a lot to me, Brother Kenwin. Your 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 generation mean a lot to me. If I don't do right by you, who to say people don't do right by my children? I ain't playing with this. So you say we can't come together and it bothers you. I'm letting you know what Brother Ellen Shure said. Don't. Take it lightly. We ain't ever going to come together. It don't even make sense what you're saying. That's the new... It don't, it's not that you're not intelligent, but what you it, I should tell you it don't make sense. What you're saying is not biblically correct. Let's say it like that. There's nowhere the 40 million Israelites going to come together. There's nowhere where the whole church is going to come together. There's nowhere where the whole earth come together. This happens in New Jerusalem when the, when the Father himself comes. So don't look for something and have your affection set on something that's not real. Christ come to divide. He come to make it clear who's right, who's gonna get on this side, who's gonna get on that side. He came to bring clarity and that clarity divides the mothers from the daughters because folks wicked. So just know division is a part of this until the New Jerusalem. So number one, get that out of your forecast that we're going to come together. You black you black young people are going to come together and going to bruise these white people. It ain't going to be like that. You got some white people that's going to be more devoted to Christ than your own people.
0: Swallow that. Just swallow it. The spiritual
1: Jew is going to help the natural Jew. Just swallow it. Some people that teach you the truth are going to be white. Just swallow that, man. Don't waste your life trying to wait on black folks. to Black folks, that's... There ain't even such thing as black. Like, don't waste your life waiting on Israelites or black folks to do anything. Look for that Ruach. Whoever it uses, it uses. You may have some things in your heart The most high, may have to get out of you, and He may use some white people. I know I've said a lot. Brother Kenwood comment, and then Brother John, Brother Ellis, or Brother Ellis and Brother John. But go ahead, Brother Kenwood. Brother Kenwin, I think he dropped again everybody. Hold on a second. Again he's driving. Lord, not said a lot. Goodness. And it's after 10 which means he can't. No, brother Kenwin is there. Brother Kenwin, can you hear me? Brother Lashoe, can you hear me? Brother John, can you hear me?
4: Yes, I can hear you.
1: Yes, I'm here, sir. Okay, brother Kenwin, are you there? He did drop his show on his line. Okay. I can't call him back because it's after 10. This is what we're going to do. We're going to allow him to get his stuff together. I'll come back to him in a minute. But I'm going to encourage him to listen to this show afterwards because that was a lie I just said. I don't waste my words. I mean, I do want him to hear that. So those of you on the phone lines, listen to the show. If you want to comment, you got to move fast. We're we'll wrapping up this show. Press 1. We'll bring you on. Those of you in the chat room, please. Go ahead and just type your question. If you have a question, we just want to go to your general. That's fine too. But uh, everybody, move quickly because we're wrapping up the show. All right, brother Ellis, Hill, Why don't you go first? Any comments on anything I just
4: said, please? Well, I agree. I agree with
3: everything you said, Steph. Um, uh, the significance of it, the importance of it. Um, I, I thought about this. I mentioned this to John a few days ago, or maybe actually been maybe a couple of weeks ago now. And I said, John, when I look at the religious landscape of Christianity and Hebrew Israelites, or Hebrew Israelites in the church, I see that they are trying to cancel one another out. It's as if though the church feels like they can cancel out Hebrew Israelites by just avoiding them. And Hebrew Israelites feel like they can cancel out the church by attacking it, showing its laws, showing its savings. The reality is, is that both entities are a part of the kingdom of the Most High. And all of this shaking and a lot of this going back and forth, it's what happens. He said the bones were dead in a grave. And then he says that they begin to rattle. Well, when they begin to rattle, what does that make? That's a sound that makes noise. So they begin to make noise. So that's what you have, a lot going on right now. But for the mature among us, those who now are able to endure meat and not just milk, I would just say, hey, to everyone, be encouraged. Because at some point in time, in the near future, the most high is bringing this thing in together. You You got a lot of young people, and they feel oppressed. Like what you just said, Seth, in regard to the man talking about how a black man, they, they have daydreams, they have fantasies and stuff and forth. Well, what happens if you, if you look at that psychologically, any psychoanalyst will tell you is that when reality becomes overwhelming, overbearing, and unable to endure, you create spaces in your mind. And many times they come in the form of fantasies. So if reality is so difficult that you're looking for a place of escape. And this is not happening to one individual, but a whole group of people, and particularly, specifically black men, because black men within this European-American patriarchal society are the ones who are supposed to provide, to do everything. They, you know, And they always got us confused, because now they, now they accuse our male behavior of being toxic, toxic masculinity. But the point is, is that when you have people that oppressed, I'm going to tell you something. I don't think it's gonna bring themselves, bring them out of the grave. The only one that's gonna call them out of that grave is the same one who called Lazarus out of that grave. And I can tell you, black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, whatever you may be, African, North, South, East, West, he's calling them. He's calling them. He's calling them. There ain't nothing you can do about it. But you can do a lot to help. There ain't nothing you can do about it to stop it. But you can do a lot. That's my final thought. Well, John.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: Well, John,
1: go ahead. Final <laughs> comment, please.
4: Uh,
0: yeah.
4: I'll save my final comment for the next show. A bit of a cliffhanger.
0: <laughs>
1: well, brothers and sisters, I want to thank everybody for uh, your time tonight. Hopefully, we answered some questions, especially uh, for that a lot of you younger generation of uh, uh, not just Hebrew Israelites. I'm not going to shortchange us. We said a lot of things for young people to grab a hold of and hope of. Period. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. I hope y'all heard that. Very serious show. I know. I I I, I think I can speak for Brother John and and Brother um, Ellis Shaw and Brother Kenwin. Very serious show tonight. I do not play around with blogs. I have better things to do. I probably was there. Maybe was a time in my life where I was trying to be egotistical and be heard. And say, I, I don't need it. I don't need accolades from nobody. That bad. I'm, I'm, the only reason why I'm saying is still to let y'all know. Uh, that we're serious Very, very, very serious about these blogs Ministry Really a ministry And the only reason why blog is, blogs have blew up Is because people are looking for truth And they can't get it in local churches Or just don't blame the church too much Because you can't get it in local colleges There's just a blackout there's a, there's a famine of information And so We have to have these blogs I thank the Father for them I thank the Father for them I thank him, I thank him, I thank him him. Brothers and sisters Listen Our next show is Sunday I did the little break On the break I went deep into What's going to happen on Sunday And I didn't even touch the surface There's a lot of things we're going to be talking about on Sunday That I did not get a chance to hear I do believe White supremacy is one of the things the Father has called me to teach and to talk about. There are other things, as John was saying, there are weightier matters, true, but it is one of the things that is needed, and one of the things that is free, and uh, I'll I'll, I'll end by saying this as far as that, that, as far as Sunday is concerned. Basically, in a nutshell, the Father showed me black people simply walked out of the white man's off the white man's plantation but their souls and their spirits never left folks they still own us and the slavery have extended to foreigners they come over here and they are worse than us Medica Medica they think the white man is thrown near God We're not careful. They'll take over the position where white people are at in terms of oppressing us because they are full of these lies. White people and black people have a relationship. It's it's, it's ugly. It's horrible. But we're relating. Foreigners don't have to say nothing to us, hardly. Some of them just talk their language and stick to themselves, and that's not good. They're worse. Thunder would talk about the foreigners. That's a part of the book. Folks, I've enjoyed this somewhat. It's enjoyment, but it's also ministry and it's it's, it's some of it's a little painful, some of it's enjoyment. Uh we you uh, know, just for the record we do normally laugh a lot more. But this is kind of a serious show tonight, brother Kenwin is serious. He has some pain and we tried to address it and I thought we did a very good job. I'm serious. I thought we did a very good job. Ella Sure, I appreciate your contribution, brother, tonight. Just want you to know that. Uh,
3: thank you, Seth. I'll praise the Most High. Thank you. I appreciate you. I
1: Brother appreciate you. I really do. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate appreciate you being back. That means a lot. I um, don't care what we do.
0: No doubt.
1: Do. I don't care what great things we do. It's greater with you. Just know that. What great things we do is great with Cecilia, uh, is uh, Brother Kenwin, his gift. Brother John, for sure, for sure, for sure, uh, who speaks the least of us, but sometimes when the show goes off, he might be the loudest voice. Very strange, Brother John's contribution is is something you can't ever look over. He always humble. If anybody going to bow out and say, okay, I'd rather not speak as him, you don't push yourself the least out of all of us, and uh, but I think that many times I've left him. that was pretty powerful, and I don't know what it is. I always listen to these shows afterwards because I got to tweak myself. I'm, I'm trying to make it better and better. Like, okay, this should have happened. And plus, I listen because I'm not really listening a hundred percent. And I, I told you I'm serious, and I think these brothers are serious. And sometimes the, mo- the father be speaking through Brother John. And speaking to Brother Ashur, you better listen to what they're saying while you checking these lines, Brother said, So sometimes I listen almost with a fear. They are men of God. I mean, all jokes aside, he uses them despite what they think of themselves. Their bodies belong to the King, their kingdom property. And if the father wants to speak to his Ruach through his messengers, guess what? He speaks to them literally like that. That boy right there was just that was powerful. Did he know what he just said? So I listened almost with a fear, because they are God's property. One time I agree with Kirk Franklin,
4: they literally
1: are God's property. No matter how they treat the property the they are God's property. Anyway, thank you uh, a little noise. So I'm going to go ahead and meet everybody. This is thank you. Uh, thank you, Brother John, again for your contributions. All right, folks, I'm going to go out with a song that I think is powerful, and it will behoove you to listen to this song. I don't care what you're doing, how busy you are. Remember, I gave you my advice. I will listen to this song till it goes off. It's going to do something for you, believe me. Hold on. I forgot to say this. Again, I love every single one of you. And there is nothing you can do about it.
0: Good night.